Hey everyone, welcome back to Lime Bites with Isabella and Morgan. Today we have two special guests and they're our moms. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, I'm Carla Pignataro, Isabella's mom, <laughs> and Sherry Kirby Morgan's mom. Yay, thank you for joining us today, moms. We're yeah, today excited. we're going to be asking them some questions. So Morgan and I aren't really going to be doing much talking. We're just going to be listening to them share their experiences as parents of kids who have Lyme disease. Yeah. So if you want to start with the first question. Yeah, I'd love to. So how much did each of you know about Lyme disease before we got our diagnoses? <laughs> uh, I, I just heard of the disease. I knew it existed out there, but other than that, I had zero knowledge about the specifics of it. So I knew about Lyme disease from the Pignataros <laughs> because of Isabella's diagnosis. And so to me, that meant um, migraines and joint pain, mm -hmm. knee problems, yeah. foot problems. <laughs> And so that was kind of the extent. And then I knew the basic kind of general get bit by a tick, have a bullseye um, rash. And um, that's about it. But since then, I've learned a lot more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's to the extent that I knew it as well. So, yeah, just like the basic yeah. information that they put out that I actually don't even think I knew was a thing at that time. In sixth grade, I definitely. Didn't know. I thought that Dr. Mitchell was crazy when she told me that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what has been the hardest part as a parent of having a child with a chronic illness? There's several. <laughs> Do we yeah. have to pick one? Um, or a few, whatever you want. Um, I think as a parent is watching your child endure suffering, painful experiences, confusing experiences, and not being able to um, provide solutions to those situations, not even easily, but at all sometimes. So to watch your child walk through something extremely difficult, and as a parent, you would it's your role to care for a child and to provide resources to make situation better or helpful. And with a chronic illness, sometimes that is just not even an option that's available to the parent. So that is, as a parent, you're struggling to fulfill your duty as a parent when your child's sick and you can't find what it is that would help them. I agree. Um, not having a clear direction, having to fight for every um, treatment for answers. Mm -hmm to even get into appointments. Um, I told people that I feel like I, my child was in a snow globe and I was on the outside of it. And it's very unnerving, like Sherry mentioned, that you're tasked with this job of caring for uh, your children. And in this situation, it felt extremely helpless because without a good, solid knowledge, we were learning and going along as our child children were experiencing all these symptoms and trying to make connections with, you know, what we knew. So to add to that, so the difficulty of trying to find a doctor that understands what's going on, possible treatments that would be helpful, and then to watch your child go through the challenges mm -hmm. of trying to live a childhood yes. mm -hmm. as a middle schooler, as a high schooler, and slowly watching the quote unquote normal experiences being taken away 
and not being able to um, know when, how that's going to unfold as far as getting back to a healthy, quote unquote, normal childhood. Yes. Yeah. So as a parent to watch your child do that and not know the outcome yes. is it's very difficult. And difficult. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I think you kind of hinted towards our next question, which is mm -hmm. what was the hardest part? Do you think for us as children with having that chronic illness, do you think it was just losing those aspects of like what a traditional childhood should look like? Or do you think there's even more to that? I think the um, having to navigate an illness that is basically unseen. Um, when you have an injury, like you break your arms, you're wearing a cast, you're wearing a brace, you have some sort of scar um, that is visible to um, the average person. And with Lyme disease, everything is going on internally and no one sees it, so it doesn't always make sense. And I think it's hard as you're trying to find your place in the world and mature to have to explain, constantly explain what is happening to you, why you can't do things that you would love to participate in because you're sick. And uh, sometimes people uh, understand that and sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. And I think you're forced to grow up really fast. Um, yes, absolutely. And that to watch, again, the unknown yes. is just, it's that's difficult to try to provide encouragement and yes. support when, as a parent, you're uncertain, but you don't want the, the child to feel that absolutely. at a young yeah, age. Yeah that you know, your health is uncertain um, because it seems like our medical industry for the most part wants to have a quick fix, yes. mm -hmm. an easy answer. Um, and this was not how that, this is not how the illnesses plays out. And so to the navigating that and to, with, as a child, yeah. to watch a child yeah. to try to navigate that even with you, it's just, um, it's frustrating and I guess exhausting, mm -hmm. yes. exhausting that we're trying to kind of put on a happy face, even though we are still trying to figure out what's going on. And we, there's a saying out there, you're, you're only as a, an adult, a parent as happy as your least happiest child. Mm -hmm. So it's like <laughs> the emotions of a family, yeah. um, you know, yeah. it affects everybody. Definitely. Yeah. And to watching, uh, them go through uh, treatments that sometimes would make them incredibly sick or they would be in pain and trying to encourage when this goes against everything. Like if they're looking at you, like, why are you making me do this? And we know that there's a possibility, there's a greater good that'll come out of this treatment and it, it needs to be done. But that's, that's hard to kind of continue to say it's okay, you know, and be a cheerleader, um, when you're going through some rough treatments. Yeah, so I guess through some of those negative experiences and maybe some positive ones too, what have you learned about yourself and about your daughter since the Lyme diagnosis? It can be either or <laughs> just one of those. I would say just the, uh, the level of maturity. I would think like if I had to do this and I was that age, I'm not, I'm not sure how I would have reacted. Um, just constantly um, having to go through treatments. 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I was just amazed at, um, the level of maturity of you handling. You're both handling it because I got to watch Morgan too. We've been out part of the time. And so, uh, that always blows me away. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, learn about myself. I've always been a person which, uh, that has plan A, B and C ready to go. And if A doesn't work, then B's next up and then C <laughs> that, and then I'll keep yeah. going, I'll keep digging until I get to the answer. And it was, that was hard for me because sometimes there just wasn't an answer mm -hmm. on how far, how far I would dig. And for more, for, to me, I'm like, you have to keep trying. You have to keep mm -hmm. trying. Yes. Um, but I knew that was easy for me to say, I'm not the one that's having to experience these mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, um, painful treatments or, um, missing out on, on fun events. And, mm -hmm. um, so to watch Morgan take on also that, that willing to try and keep going, um, was amazing. Like, and I, we've shared that before that we've been so blown away by her strength mm -hmm. and perseverance and not giving up and, um, and doing it with a positive attitude, mm -hmm. um, which is, that's, that's hard to do to get up with a smile every day when you know, the day before it did not go well yeah, as you wanted it to, you to keep getting up every day and mm -hmm. trying and Morgan. And even when we had wrong diagnosis and misdiagnosis and, um, we were working off of certain assumptions and we said, just try this. And, and she kept, she kept trying them and yeah. that was the wrong diagnosis that we were treating or whatever. Yeah. And so what we point, pivot. And yes. At yeah. what point does Morgan throw up her hands and be like, I'm not going, I, right. yeah. I've done this before and she never did. So that's amazing to me. And I yeah. don't know that she had that in her before experiencing a chronic illness. Yeah, well, like your personality wise didn't yeah. appear to be, but like that for sure came out mm -hmm. when having to mm -hmm. persevere. Yeah, absolutely. It was sink or swim. Yeah. And I, in that situation, I swam, but I don't think I would have known if I would have been able to do that without experiencing an event like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that definitely. Yeah. But you spoke about a lot of the challenging experiences, especially mm -hmm. the treatments that failed or wrong diagnoses. Can you think of a good experience that either of us had, like a good doctor that stood out or a good treatment that really just helped put us over the edge? Like what was one good thing that came out of this experience? Uh, well, I'm thinking of a more general thing. Uh, the support um, from people in the Lyme community, like moms who went through similar experiences who didn't know us and were willing to come alongside of us and share all their knowledge with us mm -hmm. and you know uh and sharing our uh, frustrations and sharing our celebrations our our what things that went well and then when we found the right doctor um the support she gave us in not giving up and her mm -hmm. her willingness to think outside the box we would come to an impasse yeah. that I, we couldn't figure a doctor that we needed to go to next. And we'd go back to her and she would be like, this person, go to this person, yeah. go to this clinic, go to this um, clinician. And every time she was spot on. Yeah, once we started getting recommendations from her, it was always like. We were just 
the best Even now, people. still. Yeah, she's yeah. still doing it for us. So I would say that community, friends, mm -hmm. and... Um, also, even... I'm going to help you answer this question. <laughs> I feel like okay. Dr. Mitchell, too, even though... Yes. She's, she was when I was younger like I just she had a little bit of a different approach to things so I always thought it was a little strange but she's the one who planted the idea in her head she was seat. the first one to think outside of the box she I was feel the like only, yeah she was the only one who was willing to say what about Lyme I mean we had seen countless specialists people who like were really smart, smart they just I mean they didn't yeah it's just that wasn't their thing to say hey this is a strange idea but I think you should pursue it and that's um, on that note, I came across a statistic somewhere that to get a Lyme and or mold, for people who don't know, often mold mm -hmm. toxicity goes hand in hand with yeah. Lyme. It's because your immune system has been damaged and it mm -hmm. cannot fight these off. And so they're allowed to grow both the Lyme bacteria and mold, if that is um, something which Morgan has battled both. Yeah, I have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh, so it's the statistic was. On average, to get a diagnosis of uh, Lyme and or mold, it's an on average of um, four to five years mm -hmm. and seven to ten different doctors. Yeah, which, which we absolutely did. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that was me. Two AT. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so talking about different doctors and such, and we were um, we were fortunate that we were referred to. The, the doctor that Morgan has worked with for her line through the Pignataros because you had already walked that. Yeah. And so we benefited from that and appreciate that. Um, and, and one thing that we, that I've learned through this, I think is that we have, our eyes have been opened to integrative medicine, mm -hmm. to alternative medicine. Um, Western medicine, conventional medicine has its place of course. Mm -hmm. And I am of course grateful for, what it offers people, but the best of both worlds is yes. to use integrative yeah, medicine. Um, so we have learned so much about nutrition, mm -hmm. about yeah. eating whole foods, about um, you the know, purpose of sleep. Even. Yes. The purpose of sleep. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. They give you your whole like package. Treating basically. the whole body yeah. as a unit that works together and not specializing and only yeah. treat yeah so entities you know yeah just isn't one yes. yeah. you look at one area of the body so mm -hmm. if five years ago you would have said to me a treatment for morgan would be to have a methylene blue infusion yeah. which for the viewers that is dye <laughs> yeah that is a food dye yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with antimicrobial properties might i add yeah. i'm not just like getting a blue right. IV. So, but that was, we were like, the doctor suggested yeah. it. And we're like, okay, yeah, we'll try it. Yeah. And five years ago, I would have been like, absolutely not. That's absurd. Yeah. But now I know. Absolutely. Definitely. There are many treatments out there that are not. Conventional. What you would consider conventional. Yeah. yeah. Um, that should be. But also, I was at a point where I was willing to try anything, as exactly. you kind of mentioned. If you'd offered me a blue IV five years ago, I'd been like, no, absolutely right. not. We yeah. need to try plants A yes. through Z before which that, which we did. Yeah. So this is plan whatever Absolutely. comes after Z. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this yeah. is what we yeah. hit. This is what we're up to. Definitely. Right? And we kind of had the experience of we went like full conventional medicine, then all the way over to just like holistic. And then we found like the healthy in between. We yes. had our frustrations with both. Mm -hmm. Or yes. I had a lot of frustration with both. And then they give you the happy medium, which is nice. Yes. Yeah, we had a similar experience. Yeah.
Am I right? You are. So I totally right. lost track. Yeah. Morgan is, it's actually her violin teacher, I think, that had said that Morgan is the healthiest unhealthy person that she knows and right. that's not doesn't that's yeah. not the yeah. mean, bad way but yeah. because of what we've learned about our yeah. health and then the way she the lifestyle she has now yeah regards to nutrition and yeah. stuff is is you know yeah oh, absolutely i describe my lifestyle to her i'd be like yeah like i eat like the recommended servings of fruit and vegetables yeah. and i'm sleeping like 10 hours a night yeah. and she great. was like how are you doing all of these things that would make someone extra healthy but you yeah. are still unhealthy right. well, well, and yeah. you know it comes down to ultimately cellular health mm -hmm. that takes a while once yeah. it's been you know yeah. damaged by mold by lime yeah to um to, 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 to heal from that uh -huh. yeah so it's, yeah. A, it's a long process yeah six months is a realistic timeline that is a I, quick timeline for me it was closer to a year yes. if not two absolutely yeah. absolutely so i feel like we actually i almost just skipped a question i'm am going to skip a question um we, you kind of touched on this with your good experiences with doctors, but and some of those treatments that surprised you guys and how like, you know, the blue IV, like we didn't think that worked. So what were some other things in this whole process that surprised you, whether it's good or bad? Uh, well, a good one was uh, the functional neurologist that we saw. Um, just looking um, at the body from a different perspective mm -hmm. that it isn't sometimes necessarily you could have like symptoms of the heart uh, heart problems but it's really not the heart it's your neurological system working and these people address yeah. that and how you may change you know it makes viable changes and positive changes so that was one that yeah that was a crazy experience a yeah world of training the eyes using the senses oxygenating your body that was just a different paradigm, but yeah. a wonderful. And line. I have my doubts about that, but yes. like all, then, honestly, like <laughs> I saw like really big changes. Yeah. Like it went from like being able, not being able to walk without having like heart palpitations and like feeling like lightheaded to all of a sudden I was like back to doing activity. Like that was crazy. So, yeah. but that's so interesting because I did basically the same treatments and I did not see results. Right. So exactly. every single it body just shows. Yeah. yeah. Even with the same diagnosis, like you can have two completely different paths. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's fair. What was the question? Are you going to um, give me a different one? <laughs> I didn't remember. Um, what, anything that surprised you, good or bad? No. Um, yeah, yeah, just about the Lyme process. process, yeah. Um, what surprised me? I guess not a surprise, but the a kind of a, I don't want to say bad, but a, a negative um, would be the financial aspect of it. Because yeah. all of these alternative treatments are not covered by insurance. So we've paid out of pocket and... You know, thankfully, we have the financial means to do it, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of people that don't. And um, because insurance, uh, <laughs> you don't want <laughs> yeah. me to go down that path. But, <laughs> but right, the way yeah. they dictate no, it's true. Um, so medical true. care and what's acceptable or not yeah. is that's, that's difficult. Um, so that was something you asked. What was a, yeah. a bad experience yeah. was trying to finance our health needs yeah. and knowing that we were paying for this insurance, these premiums, these deductibles, but mm -hmm. yet we can't use it. What? Yeah. Yeah. 
even like getting the letter sometimes from Blue Cross being like, this is experimental, so we are not going to cover it. It was uh, like, uh, this also is like a treatment that could like really benefit right. me or like it's a and doctor to, I have to see. Having you know? to fight for every yes. single thing that was frustrating as a parent. I'm, I'm wanting, I'm trying to convince people who mm -hmm. have no concept of or have no medical training that this is going to be a viable thing. Yeah. And I wouldn't feel it was right. So that was, that was a negative. Um, definitely. Yes. Yeah. A big, you know, like a big thing to consider yeah. uh, financially. Yeah. And just a little thing, this is a little plug for anyone who's listening, who is having financial troubles. The global Lyme Alliance is a website that you can go to and they offer a lot of opportunities for grants and different things you can be a part of to help get those medications and treatments covered. They help you try to find doctors that might be more likely under your insurance, but also will be helpful. So that is definitely something that you guys can use. Yeah, they have a lot of great connections. So yeah. please check them out. Even regardless, if you're not having financial hardships, yeah. they have yeah. a lot of great resources. Yes, definitely. So our final question for the day, if you guys don't have anything after this, how did this experience change you as a person and as a mom? Well, I would say as a person, um, again, just my knowledge of the human body and not automatically deferring to what a doctor says, no matter what the mm. type of doctor, whether it's holistic doctor or Western medicine doctor, um, it, they are not, they don't know, they just don't, they can't know yeah. everything. Some think they do, mm -hmm. but they just can't. And we, and we don't like those people. Yeah, well, yeah. I, but, but I guess that I have learned and um, that I, as the parents, ultimately, I am the one that's the, to care for the, this child. And I no longer feel inadequate when speaking with any doctor mm -hmm. because I have learned so much, yeah. uh, whether through experience of watching something Warren went through or just research on my own. Again, thankfully there's such research out there now that we have access to that I, mm -hmm. years ago you didn't. So learn to be the best advocate that I can for my kids and to not let a doctor take an authoritative position mm -hmm. over anything is the bottom line. And that's not to say you should be disrespectful. But you should. <laughs> hey, hey, no, 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 we try to be polite first. Yeah, yeah. We've That's got, yes. yes. Take the highest and, yes. But it's easier to put your foot down because, yeah, yes. you feel like you actually. And I don't know. In, about in a respectful yeah. way. Yeah. But absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Right. Of course. Definitely. Of course. Unless they're being a complete idiot. Yeah, right, right. That goes out there. Which we've yeah. all uh -huh. heard those experiences. And yeah. You have to get tough with some. But um, I would say. I felt like I became, I learned how to become an advocate and I feel like really strong, like about that. Like you weren't going to get in my way. We were going to do whatever it took, um, to try to get some answers. I also have a new respect for the human body and that medicine is not an exact science yes. and we can't possibly know everything. And um, there are a lot of things that just aren't easily explained. Uh, that doesn't mean they don't exist. Mm -hmm. um, and to write them off is not fair um, to the person going through that. Um, however, there's things that we just can't explain, but we still have to deal with them and we have to accept them. I think, too, to 
uh, the hardest lesson I've had to learn is to relinquish control and to realize I don't, I'm with Sherry, I'm a planner, uh, you know, like let's make alternative plans, let's do, have, try to, you know, figure this out and um, really taught me that I have to, you know, put my trust in the Lord um, because yeah. I am not controlling the situation as much as I try to you know, like do things that help me feel like I'm in control. This was the biggest lesson in that, in that. Um, I just had to take one day at a time and not get ahead of myself. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for your insight. Thank you so much for answering our questions and being honest. And we definitely might do this again. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's the end of this episode. And we... Hope to see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye. Bye.